This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Anderson, astronaut, a man barely interesting. I just picture you sitting on the rail at a strip club eating a Lunchable. Will Darkens, hot air balloon attendant, frightened by technology. I, I love you, but you're saying that this little old man, this dude was a clean 6'6". We have the capability to build the 33rd best radio show in Portland on Saturdays about sports. The Sinner and the Saint will be that show. Better than they were before. Sportsier. Funnier. More Labradoodles. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate Show on 1080 The Fan. The Odyssey. Map and 1080thefan.com. Hey! Happy Saturday morning, all you beautiful Portland radio listeners. I hope you're having a wonderful start to the weekend. Let's check in with the most important man, Will Darkens. Too long. It's been a while. It's been a hell of a while. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was here a couple weeks ago, and where were you? Had some other Will. That's here. true. How was your experience with Will Ortner? Uh, you know, it wasn't bad. A little coaching on the fly. Uh, I forgot how buttons worked. We did a uh, we did a commercial break to start the show. Oh, coaching on the fly. Okay. What did you think I said? Well, I thought you meant coaching as in like as you were on the air, you were giving him some online notes or, or some notes on air. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. hey, real quick. Yeah. 100%. Before we get into this next segment, I didn't really like your opinion on that. Well, not so much that, but like uh, right there, you gave yourself the little applause. Uh, I was like, hey, Will. Give yourself a round of applause. That oh, was you didn't air. know where the button was? Well, he just didn't, he, you know, there's a certain rhythm that this show has when it's you and I. Yeah. And when you get it, when you have a Gordon? counterfeit will He's in black. place, you lose, you lose that rhythm. So, uh, yeah, there's a little, little coaching on the fly. Uh, so, yeah, we did a, uh, we did a commercial break to start the show. Okay. Because uh, he didn't realize that you push, you, uh, you input the, the open manually. Code red. So he didn't see that coming, and then uh, yeah, there's some things. But overall, I find Will Ortner, Ortner to be delightful. KD, you cheese butt. Where LeBron at? KD, LeBron, he gonna yam on you. But you've done a lot more shows with the other Will than I have. Uh, yeah, what's, I have. What's, what's your experience been with that? Uh, I'm going to give lad? Will Ortner an A-. minus. Okay. An A-. Minus. Oh. The minus comes in that he would not shut up about gambling. Oh, he, he loves gambling. Yeah, yeah. 
He loves gambling. You know what I did? What? I threw him a free gambling segment. Oh, did you really? Well, yeah, but it wasn't it wasn't like what's your what's your thoughts on this game and what are you gonna bet there? It was uh hey, uh here's all the cities that you can go to to bet live on sports. So Chicago and DC leading the the uh um oh the charge. I don't want to say the charge. Let's say um let's say the demise of uh so many young sports fans that just want to go for the experience in arena. They're gonna be stuck with their dads buying tickets every inning for their baseball teams because you will be allowed to bet at the game in all of the arenas in Chicago and DC by the start of uh the next round of seasons. So you can go in during a Washington Wizards game, which yeah. Let's be honest, you probably don't want to watch that game anyway. Yeah, I think you stumbled in there drunk is what I would imagine. Yeah, okay. So you like, act- like, Yeah, like, like I think everybody, there's probably a breathalyzer at the yeah. front of that arena just like, how drunk are you? Can you come in here? Okay, yeah, go ahead. It's a warm building. It's, it's <laughs> hey, Will, my boss just gave me tickets to something called the Washington Wizards. Would you like to go? Yeah. And you look at your wife and you go, eh, okay. Now I look at my wife and I go, can you make up an excuse? <laughs> Something. Yeah, but there's the, there's sweet tickets, so you yeah. get free nachos. Yeah, I just yeah. the kids are yeah. are anyway. doing this thing where I have to be there, and it just it's so anyway. Work. She ropes you in. You end up at the game. You're mm. like, I don't want to be here. You can go in. And you can bet on that, or oh. or their football club, or their baseball team in arena. So oh. then we talked about that. And he got to talk about his debauchery, and we got to think. So I I saw that coming a mile away. Okay, if you never listened to Will Ortner uh, talk either in person or on the radio, uh, then you would know that, yeah, he, he likes to throw his money away. Yeah, he does. And I tried to kind of allude to that, but then I think he was kind of like a lost cause at a oh, certain yeah. point. You well, know no, I mean? he's started as a lost cause. Yeah, like I, I threw up some statistics about mathematically you will lose at the end of the day. Like you might have some wins. Yeah. Uh, uh, the air quotes are up there. Uh, some wins. But if you continue to gamble at enough of a clip at a consistent rate, uh, you will ultimately lose more money than you will gain. And well, that, he 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 then tried to twist some math back on me, and I said, "I I don't think this is worthwhile." See, anymore. that's that's where that's where you're wrong. <laughs> best case scenario, best case scenario, there are gamblers that win, and you know what the casinos and the online uh, portals do keep it, you playing. Well, no, oh. if you figure out an actual formula to win, they limit your bets. Oh. Then they make it really difficult for you. Uh, that's why I had a friend when I lived in Vegas that was a money runner for a sharp. And he would have to go to multiple casinos to make large enough wagers to make it profitable for this guy to actually use his formula to win bets. Uh-huh. So what happens, like, if you're a casino. Nice. And, and your job is your job is to, to win 51% of the time. Okay. Right, like, you, if, if you win 51% of the time and the volume of bets is great enough, yeah. you'll be able to build a bunch more casinos. Yeah. If you look at Vegas, there are always cranes up building more casinos. So their formula works. And it works right. really well. They give you they give you a lot of reasons to stay longer and bet more. And then they take that 1% and they go, all right, we're going to build this glamorous city in the middle of the desert that has no other reason to be here other than the fact that we let yeah. you gamble. So now if you're one of those guys that goes, all right, I'm going to take my bite out of this casino and I'm going to go in there. I'm going to count cards in blackjack. You know what they do when those guys start winning? Yeah, they cut their hand off. They kick them. 
Well, they put their head in a vice or yeah. cut their fingers off or take them out to the middle of the desert. And they say, of, give me a name. Give me a name. I'm going to say you- Charlie M. <laughs> and the guy says, Charlie M., you make me pop your effing eyeballs out for Charlie M. Yeah, you got Frankie, do this guy a favor. Yeah. You've seen the movie. <laughs> So that is one of my favorite parts. Fantastic. So what they did, you and I talked, I, we, I don't know if we ever talked about it on air, but we we're reading about a guy that's like the winningest sports game or whatever. All right. The anomaly. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, but he, there's always one. No, it, no. There's always a testimonial guy, right? Yeah. I, I related to products, right? No, but like, was, like you will have the sure. weight loss product. You will have Atkins. You'll have Rob Lowe <laughs> copying Atkins on air and tell you that like it freaking works. Yeah. It freaking works, dude. I did the diet plan. I lost look 20 at, pounds. Look at my physique. Look at how great I look. My wife, whom I divorced because she didn't understand my lifestyle of having a gut, she, she's sorry now. She's sorry now. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's the exception. Well, what they 90% do- of the people who join Atkins quit after a week because they're starving. Well, and they're uh, constipated. And they're very constipated. They said, just give me a cheeseburger. I got to get this thing out. Somehow starving, and yet they cannot (laughs) have a BM. It just, it doesn't, nothing's nothing's, nothing's moving down there. Um, But the, 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 no, the guy, we were reading, there's some guy, I can't remember his name. And this, this story is pretty common, but it's, you have the guy who is, like running the uh, advice line for for where to bet. Yeah. Well, they start doing that because they have this incredible record in Vegas. But what happens with all of those guys that have an incredible record? I always beat the house. Yeah, you know what the house does? They go, yeah, we're not going to let you bet here anymore. Yeah, and they just they just pull your card. They go, oh yeah, you're you're obviously figured out some sort of formula. We don't like that. There's nothing stopping casinos from revoking. Anybody that's taking too much money from them. Just go, like, dude, you can't. Like, if Mattress Mac always won, you know what they do? They stop letting him bet $4 million at a time. Yeah. But he loses all the time. So they go, Mattress Mac, eh, go nuts. Well, that's always kind of one of the funniest parts I thought about that whole uh, stonk market craze. Yeah. Were you aware of that? The whole thing where uh, you had a bunch of hedge bettors that came on and they shorted, uh, meaning betting against the success of GameStop. Oh, yeah, yeah. They cheated the system because they got enough people to put in short bets that then screwed the market up. So they did the the market, rather, uh, uh, Robinhood, the app that allowed Mm. these day traders to do this, did exactly what you're talking about with casinos. They literally just, they were like, oh, nope, you're done. Yep. Yes. Can't buy more stock. Well, that's. You're out of here. Yeah. Which everybody like threw their hands up about. And I was like, wait a minute. Isn't the stock market the same as gambling? Yes, like, it is. Okay. Of course yeah. it is. Well, no, but it's, but, <laughs> that's what a casino would do. Right? Yes, that's exactly right. And yeah. that's what the casino does. They go, hey, congratulations. You figured out a way to win. Yeah. Guess what we're going to do? We're not going to let you bet anymore. You're done. You're done. And, well, and, and that's the other. That's that's the the thing that always amuses me about people that are. Well, I just do it to to put more action on the game. I do it to make the games more fun. What happens is if you really got good at it, then you'd have to try to figure out the formula. Yeah. That is okay. Now I've listen. I win. I've got it figured out. I use my spreadsheets and I put in my equations, and it gives me results that are worth the win. Yeah. Uh, Dave Bartu is a perfect example of this. Have you ever seen the math that that guy does to no. figure out? I mean, I'm aware. Okay. But, like, I've heard him talk before, and I just zone out. <laughs> That's a full-time job. 
Oh, I know. Like, and it would drive me insane. The, but, the people that do it as a full-time job, no offense to Dave. I like him. He's a no, great no. guy personally. But once he starts talking, my brain just turns on the air conditioner. So I had a friend in Vegas that was professionally betting baseball. That was his living. It's just what he did. It's what he did. He showed me his formulas. <laughs> oh, my God. It was just mind melting yeah. the amount of work and i go how long are you gonna do this he goes this is my last season he goes this is exactly he goes this is more work than work yeah and i go i go i go when do, i go what's what's the the fun of it he goes well he goes there's some exhilaration because you have such a cash layout mm. like he had thirty thousand dollars a day that was hanging out there in bets because you have to have enough of a bankroll that if you win, you're making some actual money back. And so this, this was baseball. You're saying it's baseball. That was his. That uh. was his. His thing. Well, because you can bet enough games because you don't have to bet right. certain. Like he's like, there's every day. There's you know. 12 games being uh-huh. played and I can find three games that I'll bet on right. based on my, whatever. And what, so, what did his wife think about all this? Uh, she, she's, she's fine with it. I suppose she, at the time, did you no know wife. if he had a wife or not? I actually, I knew him through his wife. Oh, they are, they yeah. are no longer married. Oh no, you're kidding. I know. No. I know. Luke, that's a, oh, I can't I, even believe that. And her and I are friends. <laughs> she's doing much better. So, <laughs> Much, like, much, much better. Uh, actually, recently seen her. I haven't talked to her in a long time. Yeah. But uh, recently seen her in an Oil Volet commercial. She's no. Doing, she's doing fantastic. Oh, so she was hot. Oh, she's is hot. So this she's douche like, yeah. blew, yep. blew it with a hot yep. magazine model. Uh, not magazine model. She's a stylist, and it was like, oh. uh, she, yes, yeah, she's gorgeous. You blew it for baseball she's, betting? Yeah, she's gorgeous, and she was hilarious. And uh, she's super talented. She was total package. I'm going to go out on but a limb baseball, here. I don't think it was baseball betting that got him. It was just him being dumb. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. He maybe enjoyed one or two more drinks than he should have. My- oh, no, no. He he sat in his apartment dark all day. Yeah. Like, he didn't go. He, again, if you're betting oh, and you so have. He's that kind of guy. Well, if you have that kind of money laying on, on your, you know, if you, it becomes a job. Do you go into work and go, all right, I'm just going to sit there and get tanked and then do a bunch of like late inning bets on these games? It's not the way you do it. Your formula is what you do, and you stick to your formula. And if yeah. you go off of your formula, then you ruin your chance of doing it. Imagine going into work and you know you get paid $10 an hour, mm. but like if one thing unlucky happens, you owe them $20 at the end of the day or at Ooh. the end of the hour. Like that's what gambling is. It's like it's going in and going. Yeah, I, I do pretty good. I make forty dollars an hour. Unless I have a bad hour, then I owe them one hundred and twenty dollars an hour. Yeah, it's that's what sports gambling is, and it works for some people, and it's it's that. But if you want to make a living at it, it's good luck. So I don't know. To each your own. You and I have our opinions on it. I just think it's silly that uh, that people have embraced it so quickly. And now, like, when you can bet live at a Blazers game, it's just going to change the entire dynamic of the crowd. You're going to have a lot more empty seats out there. The sports book will be full. People will be very excited to see if... I was going to name a player that's going to actually be playing today, but I can't think of any. But let's say Drew Eubanks. Uh, he's just his day-to-day. <laughs> And like your livelihood was, see. Now I asked the alcohol question because I believe, and this is this is obviously an opinion. Yeah, uh, that uh, sports, 
I believe that more likely than not, most people who are very interested in gambling are probably teetering on an issue with alcohol. That, Ooh, it's a, I don't think that's necessarily again, fair. a problem with gambling. Yeah. Not just mm-hmm. casually gambling. I understand some people like to put money other times than not on other things. Whatever. That's okay. There are people who are problem gamblers, more likely than not, I will imagine have an issue with alcohol. And I yeah. think the people that have maxed out now gambling were the ones that after they had maxed out how much alcohol they had watching sports going, this isn't fun anymore. How can I make this fun? I'm going to start gambling on it. I had a gamblers anonymous group that used to come in where I bartended in Vegas. Yeah. Some of them drank. Most of them did not. Hmm. But it was, if, if I remember this a long time ago, uh, but the way I remember it was that the steps- They were probably sober because when they were drunk, they gambled more. Well, the the steps are very similar, and they but yeah. but there is there's AA and there's GA, and they they both follow the same very similar steps and the whole thing. So there obvi- there's a lot of parallels between it, but I wouldn't I wouldn't go to the point to say that everybody that gam- had a gambling problem drank or vice versa. But the similarities I think are are astounding. But it's just that it's the thing is about gambling i think the thrill that brings people back like if you talk to somebody then they only tell you their wins that's where it gets dangerous because they go well i've won before i can do it again and they go if i keep betting going and having another drink yeah you can a lot of bad things can happen but they're not tied to your finances necessarily i obviously if you get in a drunk driving accident or you know something to that matter and yeah you can end up in court and all of that and there's a bunch of finances tied to it but people will bet their mortgage because they know that if i bet long enough i will win the big payoff (laughs) i don't think there's a big payoff for alcohol in the same way it's there's there that light at the end of the tunnel is not the same as it is with gambling but it's interesting it it hangs over people's heads like man if i can just get that one big win then i'll walk away and then they get it and they go well then i can do it again yeah i can double it it's dangerous anyways hey speaking of uh sports yes do you want to talk about them without gambling yes okay two more two more games for the blazers seasons and they both matter yeah wait what i'll explain next you're listening to The Sinner and the Saint on a station we call 1080 The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The Sinner and the Saint Tailgate with Luke Anderson and Will Durkins on 1080 The Fan. That's right, we're back! I'm Luke Anderson, that's Will Darkins. Yeah, in the same place at the same time, it's amazing. Yeah, it finally happened. Luke was in Hawaii gambling away his life's uh, his life's savings. Uh, would you be would you be more disappointed if I decided to come back and tell all the gambling stories that I had from Hawaii, or would you rather I could tell you the real story about how much golf I played in Hawaii? Oh, 
God. Uh, where is option C, the gun? Well, no, I listen, I know you, I know you don't care about either of those About things. my golfing exploits in Hawaii. Oh, I hit the ball and it went I, over there. I, option option three is hit the sandcastle building with the kids. Ooh, I want to hear that. Oh, now. do you? I do like myself a uh, sandcastle. Yeah, the kids the kids uh, not super focused on sandcastles, but really enjoyed being buried in the sand. Oh yeah, found That's that to be great. Found that to be delightful. Hilarious. Oh, and then yeah. you get everything up except the head, and then you put the little pot yeah. over it. it well, like, ah! well, and here, here, some people don't like Waikiki. It's a little little crowded for their taste. It's a little mm. little bus- hustly, little bustly, whatever. It is. I find Waikiki delightful. My wife and I uh, stay there uh, often when we go to Hawaii, and uh, we're just walking down the beach. And uh, some lovely uh, family was walking by and said, "Hey, how would you like all of the sandcastle building uh, equipment? We are leaving today. We won't be back to the beach." Obviously, you have two young children. Uh, we'd love to pass this on to you because we don't want to take any of this uh, cheap crap home. Yeah. And so we had sandcastle building equipment. And then what we do, we find another young family with uh, with young children that will be delighted by having a bunch of you know cheap sandcastle building crap. We give it to them. So we pass it on. So we're we're so it's like the sisterhood of the traveling crappy sandcastle material. That's right, exactly. Until until one of the pieces of plastic uh, breaks to the point where it cuts one of the children, and then somebody throws yeah. it away, and then uh, somebody else buys one. And hopefully, it continues on. But and so. then some dude selling ice on the beach finds that shard and goes, "This is a perfect weapon." <laughs> then it just keeps going. <laughs> it lives on. <laughs> and then and then the guy goes, "Hey." I'm leaving today, but Ugh. I see that you're the type of person that would use this plastic shank <laughs> that I got from from a kid's uh, sandcastle shovel. I've stabbed eight people with it this yeah. week. I had a banner week out here. I would like to pass it on to you, bro. <laughs> so have a great time stabbing children. Oh, my... Well, you wanted to talk about the uh, Portland. Uh, do you want something? Do you want your your time in the sun here? Oh, to to share with everybody how right you were. Oh, right about how terrible this Portland Trailblazers season would be. They started eleven and five. I remember the the Lakers right now celebrating the fact that they started uh, two and ten yeah. and are finishing above five hundred. On the opposite spectrum, I give you the Portland Trailblazers mm-hmm. starting 11 and 5 and finishing well below 500 and well out of the playoff race. Uh, Will? Uh, told you so's? I mean, yeah, kind of. I'd like to take some uh, 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 some credit here. Okay. For at the beginning of the season, and I believe you can confirm oh, this. Yep. I said. This team will miss the playoffs. You did? And you go, what? That's a hot take. And I go, not really. Yep. They're going to miss the playoffs. I'm feeling it. Um, Look. Right. Two games left. What we got? Clippers tonight. Clippers and, then, and uh, Warriors, Warriors tomorrow. Yeah, Warriors tomorrow. Both those games have some, yeah. some implications because it will determine whether or not those teams right now, the fifth and sixth seeds, mm. could both drop into the play-in tournament. The the scenarios for which uh, are very confusing because there are twelve layers of tiebreakers. Technically, yeah. the Pelicans and Lakers can still take the fifth and sixth spot, 
uh, based on their matchups. I believe the Timberwolves can also make it to the fifth or sixth spot with their tiebreakers because they have. I think they have tiebreakers. Let's see, the Timberwolves. Hmm. Have I the- love. I love me the Timberwolves. I really do. I want to see them go far. I love their uh, series. Um, who did they play last season in the first round? I want to say it was the Jazz or somebody. Their their They're, first round yeah. series was awesome. Anthony Edwards yeah. is very entertaining. Also, very good in the movie. Uh, is it Clutch? Is that the one with uh, Adam Sandler? The gambling one? No. The no. The uh, the movie about uh, the Spaniard, Bo Cruz. Plays oh, Waterboy. No, I don't think that's it. No. I don't think that's it. Uh, <laughs> so the Minnesota Timberwolves can get to 42 and 40. Uh, that means they cannot catch the Warriors, but they can catch the Clippers if the Clippers lose their final games. Yeah. But the uh, the Timberwolves have tiebreakers over the Clippers and over the Lakers. Cool. And uh, they are tied right now with New Orleans, which is their last, their final yeah. game. So they can, they can get tiebreakers. All, they can get the sixth spot. They could. It would be great. So, I, but I root yeah. for the Timberwolves as well. So, Blazers stink. Right. Their games matter, but they're not going to play anybody. But they right. don't matter to the Blazers. They just matter to everybody else. I mean, they do in a way. Well, kind of. If you are of the tank Lottery. variety, you would hope they would I think lose you know these. That I, I think you know that I am not. I know, and that's kind of something I want to put back on you. Ow. because. Well, I do, because I think this is kind of an interesting inflection point we're at right now. Sure. Your optimism is astounding. In regards to the Trailblazers. Oh, thank you. Well, in all in all sports, Seattle, all sports. Se- Seattle Seahawks last year. Sometimes you can be Seattle Seahawks last season. That is correct. How many people had them playing as well as they did? You kept Early going. On, I said Geno Smith, and you said, you're an idiot. You're dumb. Yeah, well. Um, now Bobby, you, now you... Bobby Wagner coming back with, like, no qualms. That's like, right. Happy to be back. Are you ready to trade him? Damian Lillard? No. Yeah. no Are you not no, ready yet? No. Okay. No. Okay. That's it. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing left I have to sure, say about this team is, are you guys ready to trade him yet? Nah, I'm not ready. To not ready? Him. Okay. It's, it's stupid. That's uh, okay. Yeah, trade him straight up for Kyrie Irving. That, okay. Ooh. There are two teams. <laughs> there are two teams that have had a much worse season than the Portland Trail. Uh, At go. least two. There we go. Go for it. I know where this is going. Okay. You're, you're going to go back to your line of argument again. Wait, okay. Please go. No, no. Oh, you know, if you know, I know where, where this going. is, you're going to make the comparative, the comparative argument where you say we are X market. Look at these teams. No, no, look, no, no, they no, can't that's get to... no, no, no. What I'm going to say is the te- one of the teams that made a big swing this year yeah. was your, your Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. And they went out and got Kai. Irving. Now, which, which I will say, I predicted I, this. I cra- yeah, I crapped on immediately and said, oh, "I don't like that." And then, and then Mark Cuban, who was fined in I think 2018, yeah, like some six hundred thousand dollars for admitting to tanking. Yeah, they pulled everybody with awesome. two games left, going. Well, I mean, our our trade. Our pick that we traded to New York is top ten protected. It's a, uh, I think it's Porz- part of the Porzingis yeah, trade, yeah. and Porzingis is gone because they took a swing with Porzingis and missed. Then they take a swing with Kyrie Irving. The idea that like making these big moves always works. I give you the Dallas Mavericks. They have a legitimate MVP candidate and a scoring title uh, front runner. 
in in uh, in Luka Doncic. Yeah. Every the guy's fantastic. They cannot figure out how to put a team around this guy, which is absolutely delightful. So the the woes of of the Neil O'Shea, O'Shea era, and then passing it on to Joe Cronin, mm-hmm. it's not easy to put just magically out of thin air. I put recognize a team. that. And people that go that go well, you, if we had a better owner, Mark Cuban is one of the most engaged owners and a guy that wants to win and has won. They won with Dirk. He wants to win more than anybody and is willing to give, like, do whatever you need to do to win. That's not working either. So I give you the Dallas Mavericks. Okay. And I do appreciate that example because I think it is very apt in this situation I'm about to put out. The Dallas Mavericks and what they did is incredibly similar to the same situation the Portland Trailblazers are in. It's just a different scale. Sure. Now, the scale being that in Dallas, you are a massive market. Huge market. And you have a lot of money and you have a lot of assets. And you were able to strike at the right time and do what you thought was a good idea and get Kyrie Irving. Not a good idea. Ended up not being a good idea. Weird. Weird, strange. Even on paper, it was like, wait a minute. They both need the ball all the time. So who gets the ball? How could this not work? Um, meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, I want to point out that the Nets have secured the sixth seed. Yeah, they're doing good. They're, they're in a better position yeah. than they were last year doing okay. with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving. Uh, and did they still have James Harden or did they trade him already? Not because, at that point. He because that swing also didn't work. The swing that, that they made and the swings that you're mentioning even with the Nets and everything else, it was made on the assumption that you would help a star player. Sure. The swing I'm suggesting yeah. is not to help a star player. It's to say, it's not working. Yeah. None of this is working. None of it is working. They keep getting worse. So the only logical explanation is the fact that all the moves you are making to benefit one man yeah. who I love and yeah. has been a great part of my sports memory here in Portland, Oregon, don't seem to be working and probably won't work. So the last solution you really have at this point is, well, if we keep trying to bring guys in and it's not working around him and the team gets worse, why is he still on the team? Because he wants to be. He wants to he, be, right? Because he wants to be. And, well, and the other th- here's the other team that is having a very disappointing season. Yeah. And they're still in the playoffs. But the New, Mor- New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah. They were right up near the top of the West. And they decided that Zion wanted to be in New Orleans, so we're going to give him this huge extension. And that points to how difficult it is when you're in the franchise's position, where you have a guy that wants to be there, that has shown all the talent and all the 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 hope in the world. It's very difficult to move off of this guy. Because right now, that dude cannot stay healthy and has shown no signs of being mm-hmm. a sustainable NBA impact player. He's hungry as hell. Injuries. Well, yes, he is, but for cheeseburgers. Yes. And so he will not be back for the play-in tournament. That has been announced. So here you have a team that, with Zion, is potentially a top two or three seed in the West. And without him, they're barely in the play-in and don't really have a chance to win it. And he will not be playing in that tournament. And now the Lakers, Clippers, Warriors, Timberwolves, who we like, could all be going up against them, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Without Zion, I don't really have a whole lot of faith that the Pelicans are going to be the team to come out. Now, I could be wrong, but it just proves both sides of that, where it's like if if the player wants to be there, the organization would be stupid to try to get rid of them. Now, if Damian Lillard decides this offseason that it's not working for him and he asks for a trade, the Blazers, I think, owe him that. So you but think as long the Portland Trailblazers are obligated to, uh, to, to, to bend to what his whim is? 
Not necessarily, but meaning the, if they if they map things out in a different way and they go, you know what? I think at the best right now, the best thing for our self interest as an organization moving forward is to trade Damian Lillard, get as many assets as possible, and start assets? to build. You're talking about draft build, picks. Try, start to build pieces around a young core that has started now with Shaden Sharp. Sure. You're not building around Shaden Sharp, mind you. It's just. He's a very good first piece, yeah. and you can start kind of well, putting you, other things in there. If you get there. rid of Dame, you're keeping Ant, who's another good young piece, and you have Shaden Sharp. And Maybe. You have, well, I mean, but I, I don't know. know why you would get rid of Ant. I mean, he's at what is Maybe he, it's part of a, he, what is he, a bigger 17? deal. But that's the thing. Sure. Maybe it's part of a very large deal where you can just pull something in yeah. that's like generational, like Thunder or uh, like the Nets had been doing or, or anybody. like. Yeah. It's just like it's going to set you up for a decade. Well, Who let's, knows? Let's let's see what the Philadelphia 76ers do because they are they are the process, right? It's still going. They well it is. I know. Joel Embiid very may very well be the MVP of the league this year and probably will be because I know that they don't want to give it to Jokic 3 yeah. years in a row. So it's going to be Joel Embiid. I I I predict that right now. Uh but th- the idea that it is simple if you get a top three draft pick, you have a chance to improve your team in the next few years. We've gone through this, and we went through this with uh, Mr. Ortner a couple weeks ago. Hmm. It doesn't pan out that way. Having having a top overall pick does not equal championships. It just doesn't. The last first overall pick to win a championship with the team that drafted him is? Tim Duncan. It's Kyrie Irving. Huh. Because LeBron James came back. And would you say Kyrie is a foundational piece? Uh, Technically, yes. Okay. A good one? <laughs> no. No. Before that, An it was, okay one? Before no. that, it was Tim Duncan. But do you know who the other one was? Before, before Tim Duncan? Before Tim Duncan? Michael Jordan? It was David Robinson. Oh, David Robinson. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> the top overall yeah, pick. Yeah. It was David Robinson and Tim Duncan. So it took two of them, one in 87 yeah. and one in 99 or whatever it was. That's great. To get it. So the, having the first overall pick does not guarantee you success. And Jordan, the number three overall pick. That's right. Yeah. And Elijah Wan did win a couple as the number one overall pick. Five. All right. We move on. Uh, do you want to talk about the NBA playoff matchups? Because I am intrigued by some of those. I know we got into a little bit of it there, but... The NBA uh, is uh, it's going to be interesting. I like some of these matchups. I think it's going to be fun. The East is set. The West still figuring it out. We will discuss that after this sports center update. That's right, we're still tailgating. I mean, no reason to. But. <clears throat> Cooking the macaroni in the Dutch oven. Quick update in case you uh, see this on your uh, your notifications. Oh. Uh, Jalen Brown, five stitches in his, in his shooting hand. Nice. He'll be fine for the playoffs. A couple oh. days. They'll wrap it up. Limited action over the next couple days. Uh, then he'll watch a play-in tournament. Should be fine. Uh Care to guess how he ended up with five stitches in his shooting hands? Hand. Hands? Shooting hands? hands? Finger. He shoots with both hands. Shooting hand. Uh, jet ski. No, not a jet ski. Good, good guess? Terrible guess? Eh. Watering house plants. 
What? Broke a vase. Vase? Vase. Vase. What do you say? Vase. Vase. Broke a vase. Cut his finger. Five stitches in his shooting hand. Watering his own plants out. Lie, right? Yeah, right? What was he actually doing? 100% lie. How could that be true? Uh, It's not. He's got a green thumb. I don't don't know what he was doing. (laughs) But it wasn't watering his house um, plants. No, it it wasn't watering the house plants. And, um, I mean, look, you know there's contractual (laughs) obligations to getting paid bonuses in the NBA and in professional sports as it is. Yeah. That mentioned certain things like, hey, if you do this outside of the facility and yeah. get hurt, we can dock you X pay. Watering you house can't plants. Watering say, house plants. Yeah, watering house plants. That's like, okay, I guess we can't. And it's really hard to prove that. And now you're going to pour it out to the media. So we can't like now say you're a liar. So, okay, well, whatever. But I'm guessing knife something. <laughs> He was at a knife, knife fight. fight. Yeah. He was cockfighting and his rooster <laughs> lashed out and hit his finger. Would that be as bad as dog fighting? Would that be Michael Vick territory? Cockfight? This is all alleged, by the way. This is all speculation. Right, right, right. We of do course. not know. Right. Right. Uh, would it be would bad? Would cockfighting be as bad as dog fighting? Would Jalen Brown's cockfighting incident be as bad as Michael yeah. Vick's? If he was running. Him and his buddies were running a cockfighting ring yeah. in Massachusetts. And Tatum was just providing the roosters. <laughs> yeah, he, just, he wasn't he involved. Just raised, he just raises chickens. That's it. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. Actually, he actually prefers raising hens, so he he gives away the roosters. That's right. Uh, because he just, he's doing it for the heart. eggs. He's trying to save on eggs. Yes. Yeah, smart. Yes. Economical. Uh, yeah. yeah. Th- knife. Okay. Um, so zero, you're saying zero percent chance that if you go over to Jalen Brown's house, yeah. you catch him in his gardening smock mm-hmm. and his uh, yeah. his his cuff holders and his gardening gloves walking around the house. Shears and yes, yeah, shears. Yeah, no, you pay well, people for that. Yeah, that's what I- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you're an NBA player, mind you, during the season. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. you don't want to cut your finger. Of course. In the off season, water all the plants you want. Yes, but plus, during the plus, season, let's be honest, the summer really is the best. I know in the spring you need to prepare but the summer is the best time to do your gardening jalen what was the conversation <laughs> with his agent to develop this lie because I, it is yeah, a lie yeah, yeah. he didn't make it himself he called his agent the minute that you know is all again, obviously speculation. speculation that 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 huge rooster yeah. flipped out and the talon just scratched his hand that he called his agent said what happened and the agent goes you were watering plants. Yeah, watering plants. Tell him that. He was watering one of the one of the roosters. <laughs> and he goes, Listen. And he goes, oh, uh, no, you weren't. You were watering plants. <laughs> and uh, vase fell. He's like, all right, I can go with that. That's Are you sure right. the butt? All right. Here, here's the question. Uh, <laughs> Clay, Clay Thompson says, okay, we're going to move on from this. I can't. I know. You don't have to. But now I have to try. think about it all. Sure. Well, you can think about it all you want. Uh, Clay Thompson, this is this is what I wanted to get to here. We'll get to it next. Uh, uh, ooh, we'll get to it in the next hour. I Clay do have t- a poll, too, by the way. Oh, fantastic. And it has to do with golf. You're welcome. Okay, let's do this. We've got good versus evil next. We'll talk about the NBA playoffs uh, in the next hour. Clay Thompson has a, uh, a, a premonition about the playoffs uh, that I want to get to, and uh, we'll see how accurate that is. Uh, but you have a poll. Uh, why don't you tease it now, and we'll get to that in an hour or two as well. 
Would you that, like me to just say it or tease it? This is you, yeah. You can say it so people can go and vote on it, and then oh. we'll look at results. Let's do that. Okay. Then. Golfing while wearing jeans. Okay. No. Oh, that's my answer. Uh, yes or no? It's just a yes. Yes. Or yes. yes or no, no. And then there's a couple others. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll get to those. Okay. That is at Center Saint 1080 on the Twitter. Yeah. Go there. Vote. And uh, and we will look at the results in hour two. But right now, we got to get to good versus evil. That's next, Center and Saint, 1080 The Fan. Have you been too busy to keep up on sports this week? What has happened to the? What has happened? What has happened to the national interest? No time to form your own opinions. I stand before you here today in the midst of gnarly times. Well, no worries, bro. <laughs> Let the center and the saint shred the gnar while you just sit back and ride the wave. It's time for Good versus Evil, brought to you by the Titan of Hawaiian Restaurants, 808 on 1080 The Fan. Undoubtedly, a monstrous storyline for that tour if they were to get a, you know, one of their tour players to win this uh, this event. Uh, whether everyone who's here was there to celebrate with him, I. That, that, that seems a bit ambitious. I think those that missed the cut will have gone home by then, but you never know. There's cool guy Scott Van Pelt. Stan Wetzel of Yahoo was first to report that the Saudi tour players will be wearing the Live Tour, will not be wearing the Live Tour logo, but plan to wear their team logos on their shirts during the tournament. That is the Masters this uh, weekend. You should have already seen names like Crushers and Fireballs. <laughs> For months, golf fans, pro golfers wondered if Augusta National would allow live golfer members to even compete in the uh, uh, tournament. The answer, yes. Now storylines like these are becoming somewhat of a distraction from others who just want to drool over Tiger Woods' old ass playing subpar golf. Do you think it's a distraction from the tournament? I think he's playing uh, over par golf. Subpar is actually good in golf. Good. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, Below par. Congrats. You're below par. Yeah. Um, what, what's interesting to me is uh, Brooks Kepka. Uh, always, I, I'm a big Brooks fan. He's a guy that just shows up for majors and plays incredibly well. Uh, he has more top ten finishes than anybody since he won his first U.S. Open. All of all of those things. But the reason that he said he joined the Live Golf Tour is for the guaranteed money. And it's funny because this is what we're seeing in other sports, especially the NFL with Lamar Jackson. Brooks Kepka had a knee injury, trying to recover it from him. There's a big stack of guaranteed money to play in fewer tournaments uh, to put his name behind this tour. And he said without the injuries, it would have been a really difficult decision. Uh, because he's a guy that likes competing against the best players in the world. So the fact that he still has an opportunity to go out there and uh, compete in this tournament and looks like he has a really good chance to win based on his current standing and what he's done in the past, uh, he's, he's got to be the, uh, the far and away favorite uh, for the if you're betting the middle of the tournament. But, yeah, I, I think that the storyline is interesting because you have a guy like Tiger Woods who doesn't need the money. There's plenty of other guys that are going to have injury concerns throughout their career. They have kids. Uh, that's been a big reason that a lot of guys have done it. But going towards guaranteed money in all sports seems to be a good reason and a good motivator. So that's uh, what intrigues me the most. The move that he makes, the step back. Now, he yeah. missed the three, okay. Yeah. But to, to execute an escape dribble and a step back three at seven foot five, that was pretty impressive. <laughs> He does a tip dunk on a on a on a, a three pointer that he attempted. So do you never do you, seen it before. 
There's a man who uses his American Express rewards points for free McDonald's pies, Brian Windhorst. You might have seen the recent Victor Wimba Niyama highlight where he misses a long three-pointer, charges in for the rebound, and then slams it through the hoop one-handed. Highlight apparently moved, uh, so moved one Western Conference executive to tell the NBA Network, quote, we're going to all regret not tanking every game to get this dude. Wimbenyama is, of course, the consensus number one overall pick. Do you think he's the re- real deal enough to tank for? I mean, I suppose you can make the argument that it's worth tanking for a guy like this. But, uh, again, I go back to, you know, the greatest players don't always bring teams championships. Uh, I just watched the Bill Russell uh, documentary on Netflix and uh, Bill Russell obviously uh, won and won and won, but Wilt Chamberlain was the guy that was the can't-miss prospect back then. And, and in the days where he was scoring 50 points a game and scored 100 points, he wasn't winning championships. Bill Russell, playing defense and playing team basketball, was winning all of those championships. So the can't-miss guy uh, won, I think, one championship with the Philadelphia 76ers in the whole time Bill Russell was even in the league, and he went to the Lakers to play with Elgin Baylor and Jerry West and still didn't win against the Boston Celtics. So basketball, last time I checked, still a team game, and one guy is not going to bring you all of the championships. LeBron James had to leave and come back to get the one for Cleveland. So, uh, yeah, no. So you I don't, don't want Wendy in Portland, right? Hey, listen, yes, of course you do. But he's not. If, if he does win, he's not going to do it by himself. If you have one guy, let him score all the points, guard the rest of the guys, you can still win basketball games. When was the last time a guy won by himself in this league ever? Thank you. Mm. You Go mean ahead. won a title? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Doesn't happen. Shaq came close. I, well, but yeah. no, he had Penny. They got close to winning one, but they still Penny was a top five player. By at, himself. At the time. You can't say Jordan because he didn't win without Pippen. I don't know. Hakeem, maybe. <sighs> I can't people. really think of a two. And in fact, his two he had in the late 80s. I forget that guy's name now. That power forward. Well, they had, they had Ralph Sampson early That's on. That's it, yeah. But he was a he was And then they didn't the even Twin win Tower. it then. They and then not. Hakeem kind of did it by himself for two years. Uh, yeah. He had Drexler one of the years, but Drexler was faded. Yeah, but he had he had Kenny Anderson. Robert Ory was on those teams. Eh. And he had, there was, there was it was kind of Listen, you, There's you, also the no Jordan factor. <laughs> That's exactly right. You yeah. play against not Jordan in those finals. It does help. One of those teams was Shaq, and they got swept. The other yeah. one was the Knicks. And I don't remember if they got swept, but they did not performed well. Time for my favorite story of the week. This one comes from Florida. Here's your headline. It's enough to tell you what's going on. Naked, greased-up Florida man accused of breaking into two homes, jumping in pool. He get naked and greased up in order to break in, or did he break in, then get naked and greased up? Deputies say they responded around 2 a.m. to report a burglary at a home in Highbanks Road. This is Orlando. As a 34-year-old Blake Tonkman... Tonkman... I love that last name. (laughs) Uh, Basically, they said he smashed out a window to break into one home, then left and broke into another house. They uh, encountered Tonk Man at a second home. Uh, There is body cam footage. I am watching it. He is, in fact, naked. And uh, there is some gleam to his uh, back (laughs) and chest, which would indicate he is greased up. (laughs) 
Uh, was covered in wheel bearing grease, peppermint oil, and blood. My goodness. Whoa! He's breaking windows. It's probably his own blood. Peppermint oil. And I'm sorry, did you say wheel grease? Uh, Wheel bearing grease. Wheel bearing grease. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They believe he may have been under the influence of an unknown substance. <laughs> they may. They Maybe. believe he could possibly have been uh, under the influence. Really? He didn't do this sober. They said it took three medical professionals to secure him on the stretcher. <laughs> Talkman faces two charges of <laughs> Best part of this story is his last name. Talk, no, I don't think it is. Talkman? Talk, no, yeah. No, listen. Talkman fits. I'm sorry. He was covered in wheel bearing grease, peppermint oil, peppermint oil, and blood. Yeah. After breaking into two homes, and then he tried to escape by jumping in a swimming pool. Uh, they yes. can't get me in here. And then because of the water. From what I'm watching now, this is I'm I'm play by playing this for you because I'm watching the. Are body you watching him jumping footage. into the pool? Uh, he first jumps on a trampoline. Nice. Then escapes the trampoline. And gets into the pool. Does he get into the pool? Does, I'm thinking cannonball, pencil dive. Is he doing a front flip? What's he doing to get in the pool? He just uh, he just kind of starts to kind of get in there. He just wades. It's not really a jump. He's he just, just wades into the pool? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. The best that I can describe it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the combination of substances on his body would indicate to me that uh, that's a murder suspect for Santa Claus. Peppermint oils, <laughs> wheel grease, and blood. Well, that's the thing, though. Santa doesn't use wheels. He uses a sleigh. Oh, yeah. That's true. Now, so he had, now he has an alibi. If he had reindeer grease on him. <laughs> we found a hoof. Reindeer bearing grease. <laughs> then, yeah. Oh, uh, All right, boy. well, there's Florida man for you. I appreciate that story. That is fantastic. Uh, Some of the uh, comments on the local news page I'm reading this from. Oh, good. Oh, great. Now I'm going to have to drain my pool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you, Tonkman. That's your good versus evil. It's brought to you by our friends at 808 Hawaiian Restaurant. Uh, Their food is delicious, and you should eat it. Uh, if, if, If you don't know the easiest way to do it. Order right online, ate-oh-ate.com is our website, uh, and uh, if you're like me and you just left Hawaii and you're missing it, it's the closest you get to the real thing. It's fantastic. Hour two, uh, Clay Thompson has a prediction. Uh, we have uh, some uh, baseball updates and uh, the performance of football players in the sport of baseball, uh, and much, much more to get to. Hour two of The Center and the Saint is next right here on 1080 The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 